This is a podcast where you don't have to be perfect. You can be happy. Make your day count. Encouraging, uplifting, full of joy. You're worth more than you think. This is Entirely Unconventional, and I'm Lindsay Roberts. I pray for something miraculous to happen to you today. Okay, today we have one of the most special guests I think we'll ever have, no matter how long this show goes, because this is my dear, dear friend, Crystal Stewart. Crystal, oh my goodness, it's so good to see you, so good to talk to you. Look at that darling little girl. (laughs) Yeah, she's the mother of five, and is she a powerhouse preacher for years and years, long before the movie. We're going to get into that in a minute. Long before the movie, I called my little buddy there, Preacher Barbie. And have we got a Barbie story for you? It has nothing to do with the movie. It has everything to do with self-worth mm-hmm. and a story that happened to Crystal that I got on, I got involved in. And as you can see, the shoes behind her, yes. that's how it all began. So this is called Claim Your Courage by Crystal Stewart. Yeah. This says, overcome fear and rage to find your true self. This is Amazon bestseller. There's a good reason. And on page 101, uh, in Latin, courage meant speaking truth from the heart. Our words refl- are a reflection of the courage mm-hmm. that lies within our heart. Now, I want to show you something real quick. One of my favorite articles we ever did in the Make Your Day Count magazine. It's not your first article. It's one of, I, I think you've had several. Uh, but yeah. this one is spring of 2015, and it says, I divorced fear. And there was a reason. Your life, Crystal, was consumed with fear. You wanted to be a preacher. You got nicknamed Preacher Barbie. It was an insult. And when you went to preach, it tanked from there. You want to start with that? And then let's move on to anything you want to move on with. Because in case you've seen this girl in the Today Show or People Magazine, there's a good reason. So, Crystal, welcome. And let's just start with your book, Why Did You Divorce Fear? And Why Did You Write About Courage? Absolutely. Well, again, thank you so much for the opportunity to just come and encourage your guests and be with you. And of course, Lindsay, it's always an honor to be with you. Um, But absolutely. So like 2015, I mean, I was a raised in the church kind of girl, pastor's kid myself, married a pastor, so knew all about the church world. But when God started speaking to me of grabbing the microphone myself and sharing faith and, you know, encouraging other people, I didn't feel qualified in myself to, you know, take that opportunity. And, you know, finally out of obedience, and as many of you probably have had those same experiences as me, God tells you to do something and it's like, can't you pick someone else? I can guarantee (laughs) there are so many other people that are way more qualified than me for this. But, you know, he just keeps whispering that in your ear. And, you know, he just, you know, started giving me a message to share. And the message was to tell people to dream bigger and and take courage and take faith. And, And so finally, I just went out of the ground running. I was so excited. I was being obedient to God. People were just going to be so excited and take that leap of faith just like I was. And it was one of the very first opportunities that um, I went to share and, and I was speaking at a ladies event. And I remember I just felt so excited, but I was so nervous and but honored at the opportunity to share faith with these women. And I picked out, you know, the perfect dress and the perfect shoes. And, you know, and I went and I just started preaching on faith and mm-hmm. how, you know, God wants us to have faith to just change this world and whatever it is that he He's told you to do. Don't be afraid and and take that step. And I'm telling you, from the moment I picked up that microphone, I mean, it was like I could see these women looking at me right away. Like, mm. who does she 
think she is. And it felt like the harder I preached, I mean, just the more they started cleaning out their purses and just not paying attention. And you then either I gave this- an altar call and nobody showed up. I did. I mean, I and I mean, this lady said, you know, well, what does preacher Barbie have to say to us? And then she did. Like, wow. that was how she brought her in, you know, like when they bring you in the door yeah. to say, you know, come in the back room so we can take you up to where you need to go. And and all of the above, they were like making fun of how preacher Barbie would. She couldn't have a brain. She's got wow. nothing to teach us. By the way, let me interject. Preacher Barbie, when you ended up going into the ministry to obey God's call, you right. wanted to go to medical school. <laughs> it's not like you don't have a brain. But because exactly. she's this teeny tiny um, Polly Pocket Barbie <laughs> that wears stiletto heels so she can see the microphone in the in the pulpit. Yeah. She's a teeny tiny little thing. And somehow, because you're pretty, because you were blonde, because I can't tell you all the stereotypes because, you know, no one's ever accused me of that, but that's okay. <laughs> but the truth be told, they were even questioning before you, before you walked in the pulpit, why did they even invite you? I heard women saying, you know, well, it's the girl with those shoes. And let me oh. just remind you now, 15 years later, I still have those shoes and I'm still the girl with those shoes. Yes. And they may be a little bit worn and tattered. Yes, my dogs have chewed up these <laughs> shoes by now. <laughs> uh, love it. But you know what? I decided after that day, of course, I ran out of there, you know, as a 25-year-old at that time. Now, wow. you know, now I'm in my 40s, 41, and it's an honor to be yeah, called Yeah, sure she is, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's 41 and it I'm 103. An honor, <laughs> exactly. But I mean, at that time, I just remember, you know, going and crying my eyes out and just, you know, being angry at God. God, why did you even send me there? Did you just send me there for me to be humiliated in front of Mm. these people? You know, this wasn't even something I originally desired to do. I was doing this to be obedient. I felt like this was a message you wanted me to share. And, you know, he spoke to me a word in my heart that day. And he said, Crystal, I didn't send you there so much for you to share a message, you know, to encourage them. I shared or I sent you there for you to be encouraged by me to see you don't need people's approval That's and it was so that good. Time, you know yeah shortly after I actually met Lindsay Roberts at a yes. conference and, and I started realizing and looking at you know the people around me that had went ahead of me mm-hmm. and did things. for instance you know that's why I was always so um respected Miss Lindsay Roberts because yes. she, when she stepped out in most of her testimony and story and she shared, people didn't accept her right away either. That's right. And, you know, had a lot they of They certainly did pay. not. I, I mean, had a million it, reasons to quit and all of them were really good. So that's what I love about your story that you start at 25, not like a seasoned older woman, even though it's painful, no matter what, but that you, you stuck with it and look at what your next project was. You know, it's funny, Crystal, too, your family, when you say, you know, you married a preacher, your husband's, your husband, Ronnie's family was known where we were. Um, I came from Florida and their whole family were known as, as a large church preacher family, as preacher spinoff churches, churches all over. And so when, when Crystal came into the picture. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't so highly received, especially not just female, but you had some pretty big shoes to fill in the family, which mm-hmm. they were wonderful, but it was still tough. But then you get established. And here's where I think is mm-hmm. one of the most remarkable stories. You know, the never judge a book by their cover. This young lady in her 40s now um, has 
Still had, very young, Crystal. Such a baby. <laughs> such I am old enough to be your like grandmother or some, at least mother. But but Crystal has done a lot of remarkable things. But one of the most remarkable things is you and Ronnie were building a very successful church. I preached at that church, and and all of the sudden, you found a diagnosis of cancer, mm. totally unexpected. And yeah. you're kind of a baby. You're very young, right. young children. And then out of the blue, you want to pick it up here? Yeah. So 33 years old, I'll never forget it. Cause I remember waking up that birthday. You know, you have those moments that are just ingrained in your mind. Mm-hmm. I had that moment, my 33rd birthday, ran downstairs to have some alone time with God and God, I'm turning 33. I just remember 33 for you. And as you know, many of you know, 33 for Jesus was the year that, you know, he was crucified. But for me, I said, you know what, God, it's just going to be my declaration, you know, more of you and less of me, whatever it is, you just want to crucify in my life. just death to myself. And I was just excited on the other path of, you know, God, I know that these are, these are the days you're getting ready to really just break forth and, and, you know, have these dreams come forth in my life. And it was that same year that, you know, many months later, actually, that was the same year that I met you, Lindsay, and went on your show that, you know, and it was two months later, I find myself in just a routine doctor's office and them Mm. coming back saying, you know, these tests are a little abnormal. We need to search a little bit more. And when something throws you like that, I mean, I don't care how strong your faith is or it'll throw you or it'll throw you. I mean, it was unexpected. We were at, you know, just the height of our time with our church and launching and all of these great things. And I found myself starting to, you know, go down this path of doctor's appointment after another. And, and my mom was sick during that time as well. So there was just a lot of things changing. I ended up um, going into surgery and they found out I had cancer. And it was uh, shortly after going through menopause. If anyone's ever went through menopause unexpectedly, that's not fun at 33 years old. Um, And you had little babies and wanted more babies. Yes, wanted wanted more babies and thinking, God, what is going on? And I found myself in such a place of discouragement. And I know for some people that can sound, you know, maybe wanting to judge me. How could you be discouraged? You know, you somebody of faith. But what you don't understand is when the enemy comes in and he starts to fight you, the very thing he wants to do is whisper those lies and tell you, did God really say that? Did God really tell you that that was going to happen? Because look at what's really going on now. And I just remember thinking like, oh my gosh, you know, the enemy's just really making fun of me now. And uh, it was one of those nights I was at the church with my husband and he was redoing the tile of the church as church planters. uh, You guys (laughs) do anything that you need to do in church. And, and I was sitting there still, you know, recovering from surgery, cut hip to hip. And we had a really large outreach ministry at our church. And that, that specific night, we didn't have anything going on, but there was a homeless family outside the church with two small children. Um, They were babies at the time, six months in a year and a half. And while I felt so unqualified, it was like God put the spotlight on me. And next thing you know, a couple hours later, these babies are in the backseat of my car. You know, the mother had asked me, can you take them home tonight with, you know, give them a, a nice bed to sleep in. And I remember thinking, God, really? Me? Are you sure again, you're picking the right person? I mean, do you see what's going on with my life right now? But it was one of the most beautiful, unexpected miracles that I've ever experienced. It's like you, you want to say, oh God, God has, you know, this plan for me and it's going to happen this way. It never (laughs) happens this way. Okay. It always happens some way completely different. And, and that, 
um, led into just a beautiful adoption story. Totally unexpected. How somebody can go from having a hysterectomy to then becoming a mother of five is <laughs> only God and very unexpected, but has become one of the most beautiful miracles in our life at one of the most unexpected times. People Magazine picked it up. The Today Show picked it mm -hmm. up. It was a very unusual, unexpected thing because uh, as most people can understand, adoption proceedings are not the easiest thing in the world. Mm -hmm. And and here you weren't really prepared to fight. You were you were prepared to do whatever was necessary. But but the mom was amenable to you doing that, and and yet it still became um, I'm going to say a court battle, but most of all an expensive battle. And then then it got picked up and went viral. Mm -hmm. And tell us about that. Again, it, it's another one of those situations where you find yourself stepping into God saying, take this next step of faith. Well, and again, many of you are probably in that same situation right now. God's telling me to do this, and I have no idea how this is going to work out. Okay. And that's what he was saying. You know, take the step of faith. If okay. I've brought this to you, take the step of faith. And I mean, we had just went through um, a physical battle with my health. Mm -hmm. um, we were going through a financial battle with our church at that time. And to go into a private adoption while everyone was agreeing and asking us to do this, we didn't have the finances to make this happen. And it was another miracle, um, which again, I want to encourage whoever is watching this. And maybe you're in that place of the Red Sea right now. God's telling you to do something and it seems mm -hmm impossible. When it is his vision, he will give you provision. I like yeah. to say it this way. When it's his will, it's his bill. We don't. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to remember that yeah. one. Yeah. I just, I just put that right there on the top of my brain. That's right. I mean, we don't have to figure out how it's going to happen. And literally right. two weeks before our adoption, we didn't have the funds. We had to bring the money in two weeks. Um, it was, again, another crazy story you can read about in my book. But our story got picked up randomly, went viral. And within 24 hours, all the funds we needed for our adoption was paid. That's awesome. So it was another step of, God, only you can do this. Yeah. Um, when we take those steps of courage, and that's why, you know, in my book, Claim Your Courage, the for me, the message has always been to God, we don't have to figure out how he's going to do mm -hmm. it. We just have to trust him to take the first step that we can. And I'm a planner. I don't know about any of you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. My planners you know, have planners. <laughs> yeah. I like to know how this is going to work out. What's the point? How is the, How are you going to make something beautiful out of this story? But somehow he continues to open those doors and make things happen when we take those steps of faith. One thing Melissa and I talked about, you want to talk about the, the plane jumping? Oh, yes. I thought that was so um, brave of you and um, courageous of your father <laughs> to think this was going to work. <laughs> Happy birthday to Crystal. Yes. What happened? <laughs> exactly. All back to that 33. Yeah. Um, yep. 33 birthday. And, you know, the Lord said, this is time for you to divorce fear, Crystal, yes. once and for all. No more being controlled by circumstances. And so this was my tangible, physical thing I did, not knowing what was going to lie ahead of me. Um, not but, recommending you know, this for everybody right. to do it. And I'm not going to, but go ahead. <laughs> Right. But uh, for my birthday, I went skydiving and my father jumped with me. But, wow. you know, as Lindsay has shared before, 
it was that moment that, you know, the Lord spoke to me and said, Crystal, this is your time to divorce fear. Don't let it control you. Not just the fear of what you're going to do in your life, but, you know, the fear of stepping forward into the dreams that he's given you, you know, the fear of what are people going to say, or how is God going to provide, or how are the funds? Well, whatever that is in your life, if, if he's giving you the vision, he's going to give you provision. If he's mm-hmm. given you the dream, then you have to take that next step of what it is that God has for you. So I jumped that day uh, physically, literally, but what I didn't really understand is I was really jumping right. uh, in the next stage of life that he had for me. Well, one of the things that I was uh, uh, touched by in your book, Claim Your Courage, was you said you had to, I'm going to paraphrase, that you had to hit rock bottom, stop pretending Stop trying to be what everybody thought you were supposed to be before you could find and embrace your true identity. Will you talk about that? Absolutely. And I, as a pastor's kid, I can just say growing up in the church, I have, and not that my parents put that on me, but I have always found myself falling into that role of wanting to be, you know, the perfect one, yeah. doing everything yes. the right way. Oh, performance. Yes. I call it performance Christianity. It'll kill us. Exactly. You know, you don't want to disappoint people. Mm-hmm. You don't want to let them down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you feel like the whole world's watching you and, yeah. and you to do it right. Yeah. So even though my parents didn't put that on me by right. any means, I put that on myself. Mm-hmm. Because of that, I found myself putting myself in a little box. And mm-hmm. there's a chapter called Barbie in a Box. Yes. That's what I felt like. I might have looked really pretty on the outside to mm-hmm. people, but what they didn't understand was the inside, I was miserable. Yeah. And a lot of it was not because of the expectations other people put on me, right. but the expectations I put on myself. And it was from hitting that rock bottom of realizing, God, it's not about me becoming who other people want me to be. This is on, you know, my season of stepping into who do you want me to be and what do you want me to do? So what doors did that, do you feel like that opened different doors ministry wise when you could stop walking in the um, contrived expectation, (laughs) you know, even though it was self-imposed, once those those barriers or our bondage but, was broken off you know well let's 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 tuck something in here it was not always self-imposed and part of it started out oh yeah when someone and i'm gonna not everybody in the church is bad i'm in the church <laughs> so please don't call us all bad i'm not throwing everybody right. in a box or under the bus but truth be told you were this 20-something, 25-year-old 25. kid mm-hmm. jumping with enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. And it was a couple of women in the church meeting you at the door that annihilated you. Or tried to. It try, Right. And labeled you that Barbie label. It wasn't something you were hunting for. It was something that when somebody puts something whether you're too tall, whether you're not tall enough, whether you're too old, too young, too male, too female, uh, too this, too that. You know, I, 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 I preached on a book I, I used to read to my kids, and it was about being too beady, too bumpy, too leafy, too lumpy. There's always something. There's always going to be something. But somebody chose to put that on you. And, you know, maybe in your own self, you felt like, well, if this is what they expect, then this is what they're going to get. Mm-hmm. It's not always other people that dump it on you. But if they do, we don't have to receive it. Right. And for me, I have had to look 
for people that have broken through those boxes themselves. And not to keep going back to you, Lindsay, but I have to throw it back on you because I have your book right here under my shoes for a reason, <laughs> Discover Your True Worth. Because what I found is while you can always focus on the negative and the negative voices and the people that can say something against you, you're not gonna be for everyone, but you're gonna be for someone. And it's That's not good. about fixing fitting in other people's boxes. It's about finding who has God called me to be and what has he called me to be and stepping into that. And that's what I love about her message from the you know day she met me was, you know, Crystal, I, I see, you know, I see something in you from the, from the very first day. And this was yep. in my twenties. We met at a conference briefly, didn't even know each other's names. She said, what's your name? I said, Crystal said, you're going to write a book one day. I did. I did. And she <laughs> laughed at me. I did it and I thought, who is this lady? And does she know who she's talking to? <laughs> well, and isn't it interesting? So this is bookmark. And our first book was Lindsay's book, and yours is our second book. Yeah. Now she, we would have never dreamed all those years ago when y'all met. But isn't that just interesting how God works? And you know what's funny? Um in the shoes behind Crystal, we kind of have this Crystal joke. <laughs> um, I told her, tell me when she was going to a big preaching event. And I would always try to send her money to go buy big high heel shoes. <laughs> and every time funny. she looked at her feet, she would know that God called her and I was praying for her. Yeah. So there's always, if we seek God, there's yeah. always somebody mm -hmm. that God can if we believe for it, put in our path to encourage us. I believe and God I, wants us to be encouraged. Yes. He does. And we can't give people faith. We all know this. Right. You know, the, it, it's very clear in the scripture. We're all allotted a measure of faith in our life. So we already have faith, but you can't give one another faith in life, but you can give people courage yes. and understand how important that is, which is why I still find myself sharing that message and courage, whether it's from a platform. And what I found now is God has used me in the marketplace. Well, yep. I may not even be speaking on a platform in a church on courage. My message of courage can be in just who I am and taking those steps, um, which has been incredible. And you have to find out who you are and who God has called you to be and step into that and just be able to give people courage in that. And that's why even with my adoption story, why I share it, because there's so many people that just mm -hmm. need to hear from somebody that's walked through it. It wasn't pretty. It was crazy. And and now as a mom of five, oh my gosh, it's insane. It's so much fun, but it's it's crazy. But it, I mean, I found myself looking at people and saying, wow, if they can do it, I can do it. Mm -hmm. If God came through for them, he can come through for me. And that's why it's so important for us to share our story. Not so we can, you know, have people look at you and say, oh, who do they think you are? I think I'm nobody. That's why it's so incredible for me to share. <laughs> I am the least of these. But if God can do it for me, man, I'm telling you, he can do it for you. If he could open doors for me, he can open doors for you. Speaking of opening doors, um, Crystal had a heart's desire. I have to tell this just because I'm seeing you in pink. I have to tell this. Um, you had a heart's desire to meet one of my dear friends. Um, her parents, oh, yes. it, we actually go generational. It was Oral is one generation. Her dad and mom, another generation. Terry Savelle Foy is who I'm talking about, another generation. Her daughter, friends with my daughters. So we are now about four generations into mm -hmm. this. And, and Crystal um, Crystal's actually does work not only in, in Dallas, but in the D.C. area with commercial real estate. But she wanted to meet Terry and just be encouraged 
you know, that even in the marketplace, in the business place, that you can be encouraged. And, and my joke was she was, you, you tell it, we were on the telephone talking about this. We're on the telephone. I'm at a hotel. I know Terry has a conference at the hotel, but I'm on the phone with Lindsay and was like, hey, Lindsay, I know Terry has a conference going on, but I mean, I would just love the chance to get to meet her. And Lindsay said, okay, I mean, she's great friends of me, you know, mine and my family. She's like a daughter. I can, I can call her right away. As we're on the phone, I turn a corner and I said, oh my gosh, she's right here. We almost bumped into each other, <laughs> me and Terry at that time and met. I said, Lindsay, you're not going to believe this. I grabbed my phone back, took a picture and sent it to her and said, look, I just ran into you. And I had prayed, if I remember right, I said, oh, I just pray you run into her. And then and literally. you were in the elevator <laughs> and nearly tackled her. <laughs> Besides that part. That's awesome. But God will put yes. people in our path. Right, right. If we allow it. Right, and I love that. I mean, man, I'll just keep going back to that 25-year-old not being yeah. discouraged and to continue on, and not just to continue on speaking, but to continue on writing your book, continue on influencing your five children, and then to continue on in the marketplace. And what a breath of fresh air, because you know when people are um, going to, in real estate, they're not expecting a message of hope uh, from Jesus, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But you're serving up Jesus in the marketplace I mean, what a mission field. You know, sometimes yeah. we call it the up and out. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, what a mission field. And I don't want to, I'm not saying I want to discredit myself in any part, but, and the fact of, did I get discouraged? Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah. Did I get to a point of losing courage? Yes. Yes, I did. And then I had to find just like, you know, when Peter started sinking in that water, we yes. know the story <laughs> in the boat, he took that step. And just as he was losing courage, it was like Jesus was still right there. Right, to say, right. But if you take that step of faith, whether yeah. you sink or you swim, you know, right. whether you fail and you fall seven times, well, get back up right. eight times. I was in good company, you know, yes. a righteous fall seven times, but he gets back up. And right. I still find myself trying to live that message of in life, you know, we have two routes we can go. We can either be the risk taker Mm -hmm. or we can be the picture taker. Mm -hmm. And I don't really like taking pictures. I want to be the one jumping, stepping, Out you know. Out of an airplane. Yes, yeah, yes. not there with you, kid. And, <laughs> and not quitting. But just that's not, the, the ultimate not, is you never have stopped. You never quit. You can, yeah. we talked about pausing or being neutral for a minute, but you may be paused for a moment, but you never yeah. lost who your true identity was in Christ. And that's, that's the enabling spirit. So it's not like trying to go on and, and muster up courage. It's like you're mm -hmm. leaning into the creator who endows you with courage when you rely on him. Right. So absolutely. Put yourself in the position. Melissa and I go back. Our kids are in their 30s. And Melissa and I go back to when we were their kindergarten homeroom mothers. So we're we talking. Uh, yeah, I was 12 and she was like four so, or eight or two, something like that. But but I mean, and our story is a comedy in the funny part is that this is model Barbie. Oh gosh. And I'm like modeling clay Barbie. In fact, oh, their nickname it. for me is Polly Pocket. So I've never it's been accused of that. But but in all of the differences, she has five kids in every different aspect yep. of life. Um, we went through stuff. Yeah. You just go through stuff unless you sit on a pedestal and stop breathing. 
Other than if you're that, alive, you're, you're going through, through stuff. stuff. We've yeah. all said that. If you woke up this morning and you took a breath, praise God, but you're going through stuff. Yeah, life is real. <laughs> so what would you say to someone that may be 25, they may be 75, right. and they're going through stuff. What would you say to get them to a position to be courageous, to trust God, and just do what God called them to do, even at 75 or 15? Yeah. What I love to continue to remind myself is 90% of success is just showing up. Yep. Yeah. And I may have fried myself before I did in the bathroom, but wipe your tears and just show up. That's because good. when you show up, that's all God needs is a vessel. Mm -hmm. And we just show up and say, God, I'm unqualified. I don't have it. You know what I have. He says, I just need you to show up. And when you show up, he shows up through us. And I think that's the greatest gift. None of us know what each other is going through right now, really. We all sit here with, you know, smiling faces and like <laughs> life is beautiful and can show the perfect pictures. But nobody knows, you know, what's going on and what's going on in each of your children's life. And as a mother, you know, the different I, you know, my kids ages, I can just say are from ages 23 to eight. So I have a lot of different ranges there. But I mean, we look at pictures of people and we look at social media and think, well, gosh, if I had their life, well, of course I could show up. Well, if everything was perfect for me and my marriage, well, you know, just like theirs is, of course I could show up. You know, if my kids were all perfect, of course, nobody understands. We have this model of looking at people driving and, you know, my kid is on the honor roll bumper sticker and think, well, <laughs> my kid's on the honor roll. I just want to steal their sticker and put it on my car. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> reality. It's no competition. You know, we, we right. all went through stuff every day. So it's not about showing up when everything's going good. It's about showing up on the good days, showing up on the bad days, showing up when it's good, showing up when it's bad and just saying, God, that's uh, that's all I can give you is I can show up. But I believe my faith is strong enough, faith of the size of a mustard seed, yeah. that if I just show up on those days, that's all I have to give, that you're going to show up through me. So, you, you know, we, I, I don't mean to interrupt you. Will you do me a favor and pray for people? Yeah. This is Absolutely. Pastor Barbie praying. <laughs> I called her that long before the movie was even out. So mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not saying any plus for the movie. I'm not saying a plus against the movie. You know, I know people who have been really lifted up by Barbie. I know people who have been put down by the not the Barbie the doll, but I'm saying by the thought of Barbie. Yeah. There's good and bad. People will find good and bad in humans. They'll find good and bad in everything. But since that label got put on my little buddy here, <laughs> I stuck with it telling her, listen, even Barbie can be a preacher Barbie. Yes. So, so she and I have stuck with that. That has nothing to do with the movie. It has everything to do with believing you can do what God's called you to do, no matter what you look like, no matter how old you are. So would you pray for people right now as we as we close this interview with my little buddy here? Absolutely. And as a point of reference in the majority of my conferences, I always encourage people, what are your dreams? Let's write them down and I want to pray over them. And I usually keep this on my shelf, but I pulled it out for you. So this is just like some of people's dreams that they have written oh, wow. down. I keep it on my shelf, but I always go to it and I pray and I think, God, let them have the courage to step into this yes. because God can put a dream in our heart and it can seem so impossible or we can disqualify ourselves. But that's what we don't understand is he doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. So whoever it is that's watching this, I don't believe it's by accident. It's not about comparing yourself. Well, if I was her, if I was Lindsay Roberts, or if I was Melissa, of course I could. I can just speak for myself. I mean, Lindsay and Melissa are incredible, but for me, 
I'm telling you, like, I am the least qualified to step into anything. But when you say yes, God has a way. So I'm just going to pray over you. Um, So Heavenly Father, I just pray right now for each and every person that's watching today and for each and every dream that you have placed in their heart, that you give them the courage to say yes, to take that next step. Don't let fear hold them back anymore. Fear of people's opinions, fear of failure, Lord God, let them know that even if they fall, that you are going to be there to pick them back up, just like you did Peter in the water, that you are never too far away to help us when we take those steps of faith. And I just pray right now for whoever it is that's discouraged today, whoever it is that maybe have already taken those steps and they have fallen and they feel like they just can't get back up. God, your word says that a righteous man falls seven times, but he gets back up again. And I'm praying for someone to find the strength today to get back up that seventh time, to believe you again, that their story is not over yet, that if they still have a breath, then you still have a plan for them. So God, give them the strength today. Give them the courage today to go one more day and believe that this is their day for you to come through for them. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 And amen. Crystal, where can we find you? Do you you want us on your website? This woman is a a commercial realtor um, and and she does a lot of other things, including speaking, pastoring and a lot of really wonderful things, including Claim Your Courage, Amazon bestseller, including writing articles for me Mm -hmm. in our Make Your Day Count magazine. But what's the best way people can reach you if they need to? Absolutely. So social media, you can always find me on Instagram, on Facebook. You can order my book. And I just hope, again, my prayer is that it encourages you. It gives you the courage not to, you know, if anything, I really share how unqualified I am in this book. So hopefully it encourages you to say, oh, okay, maybe if she could do it, I definitely can. Because I promise you, you can. Um, So order the book, let it encourage you, take those steps for your dreams. And when they happen, Find me so you can tell me. Find me on social media yeah. um, and, and let me know what what God did for you just saying yes. Insta- I know this. I know, um, I know. Tell your Instagram. And also, uh, I know the book is available at Amazon. So your Instagram is? Chris Stewart 24. Okay. Um, or you can find me, Crystal Stewart, anywhere on Instagram. And officially, I did have a website. It's down right now. I'll get it back up. In the real estate market, I do real estate in Maryland, D.C., Virginia, Texas. I work with, I mean, from luxury real estate to commercial real estate, which is, again, another crazy story of, <laughs> you know, when it comes to you, like, I'm the most unqualified. Well, just say yes. And I showed up and, you know, it <laughs> so happens, you know, God opened those doors for me. So who'd have ever uh, thought, huh? You and yeah. those stilettos, who would have ever thought? <laughs> In those shoes that are now clearly uh, torn and worn. But guess what? I'm still, I'm still here and I'm still showing up and I'm still saying yes. So many thanks to you for being our our special guest today, Crystal. We love you. And now that we've listened to Claiming Our Courage, next week, what's the next book, woman? It is so fun. (laughs) It's Uh, called I Forgive You But. And you know what? Mine was more fun than yours. I think it may not seem fun, but freedom. There is nothing more liberating and fun than freedom. And this book will walk you through it step by step. So next week, Karen Jensen is going to join us. It's actually Karen Jensen Salisbury. That shows you how long I've known her. Lovely lady, lovely woman of God, going to point us to three steps about forgiveness. So thanks for joining us on Bookmark. Join us next week. Turn the page with us. And you know what? I believe it will be fun. 
Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. To connect with Lindsay on social media, follow her on Instagram at Lindsay Roberts Official. To get a copy of Lindsay's brand new book, Discover Your True Worth, simply search Discover Your True Worth on Amazon.com. We'll see you next week.